your ambition is welcome here. Your process and habits and everything that you're pursuing is welcome here. And you're welcome to not get everything right. You're welcome to not be okay. You're welcome to process your story and your emotions in the way that you need to and know that I am here to really guide and support. Welcome to What's Her Story, the podcast for ambitious women who are ready to use their story as a catalyst for change. I'm your host, Erica Akingwe, bestselling author, content strategist, and author coach to high-achieving, globally-minded women. I started this podcast because, honestly, I'm nosy. Every time I see a woman shining, living aligned and abundant in life and business, I wonder, ooh, what's her story? I know this. Women who believe in themselves and their story are better equipped to help others transform. So if you're ready to connect over honest conversations, and be inspired by other impact-driven women, you're in the right place. Sit back, relax, and welcome to the What's Her Story podcast. Welcome back to the What's Her Story podcast. I am so excited to have you here. If it's your first time, welcome. You are welcome here. You will find me and many amazing women who I get to have conversations with each and every week. And really, the core of it is that we believe that women who believe in themselves and in the power of their story are better equipped to help transform others. And so if you are here, you have a story. You have a story that someone needs to hear that is going to impact their life greatly. And so my hope is that by hearing these conversations, whether it's a solo episode or conversation, that you are more in love with your story and learning how to leverage it to really impact others. So we're happy you're here. And if you're a returning OG, welcome back. Happy to have you. Thank you to everyone who have been messaging, saying, yeah, I listened to an episode or I got this great juicy nugget. I love that stuff. That really fuels me because let me tell you, podcasting is <laughs> a whole ordeal, and I love showing up for it, and also being able to hear it, feedback from y'all really gives me the gas and the tank to keep going. So thank you. Thank you. Today, we are talking about savoring the process. So in episode 30, the last episode, I shared with you my words for 2024, decisive action. We really focused on decision. That's been helping me drive forward without all the overthinking and over strategizing and over analyzing just all the overs, like making a decision and making it work. So if you haven't listened to the episode yet, go back to episode 30. It's a great one. And thank you to all who've been sharing what their words for 2024 are with me on Instagram. I love to hear it. Now, it's interesting because yes, I chose decision. I chose decisive action. And yet after I recorded last episode, I was like, something is missing. It's not that that was, you know, quote unquote, the wrong words. It's just that there was something missing. There was a layer to that. And 
what I realized is that decisive action might be my words to do, but savoring the process is the how. It is the how of the doing. So I've really been thinking about that, marinating on it, and I am listening to the book Effortless by Greg McEwen. McEwen. I think that's how you say his name. McEwen. I'll link it in the show notes. Effortless. And he said, habits are what we do. Rituals are how we do it. Ah, I was like, okay, light bulb moment. Yes, this is it. So I am really leaning into this, that what we do, making decisions, taking decisive action, whatever those goals are that you've set in your life, your business, in your book, your relationships, whatever we're doing, how can we infuse that with pleasure, with this savoring? We're still in the beginning of the year where our goals are fresh and our motivation is probably still high. I know there's a lot of statistics that February is where people really start to fall off. And I think that when we can shift this mindset of instead of just rushing to the end, focusing solely on the end results, there are so many drawbacks to that mindset because we are going to hit bumps in the road. However, when we can do the things, pursue the things, but infuse them with savoring the process and finding pleasure in the moment, really being present, we're going to get so much farther. And not just get so much farther, because it's not always about the end results, but we are going to enjoy it so much farther. We have this one precious life. And if we do it right, one will be enough. Can't remember who said that, but it is a good quote. So how can we do this one life better? By savoring the process instead of rushing to the end. So I want you to think about one goal that you've set for this year and how you're doing in the moment, how you're feeling in the moment, and seeing where can you infuse more savoring into this goal. Again, the the ritual of it is how we get to do something. When we infuse pleasure into your journey towards ambition, then we are actually fueling ourselves as we go instead of feeling depleted because we're just going full force. You know, even decision, decisive action, making a decision, making it work, that's very masculine energy. Savoring the process and the pleasure is feminine energy. And when they work together, we are able to go farther and even faster if that's what we're wanting because we're not depleting ourselves and burning ourselves out, which is what, um, you know, the statistics show of just a couple short months into the year, where has that big motivation gone? No, it's gone out because we are driving with brute force instead of infusing pleasure. Another conversation that's really great to revisit is uh, my conversation with Dr. Duke, Dr. Alessandra Duke. Um, We talked a lot about pleasure and how to infuse it into 
our pursuits. That's episode 28. So you can go back and re-listen to that. In this savoring the process, I have identified like that is, can I toot my own honor for a second? I think it's important for us to recognize our strengths so we can lean into them. Helping my clients savor the process of writing their books has led to more fulfilling outcomes. It's one thing to write a book and it's another thing to enjoy the process. Let me tell you, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Writing a book is challenging. It challenges you emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. You are confronting a lot of things about um, your thoughts and ideas, your life, what you want to share with your readers, with the world. So there's that emotional process. There's also the, the physical part of just the consistency of writing. And so helping my clients figure out what fuels them. What are those rituals that really make them excited about the process? That has led to so many beautiful books and an enjoyable process. One of my clients, she's going to be on an upcoming episode shortly without giving away her whole story. Like, she had been wanting to write a book or actually writing on a book for over three years. There was a decision. I am going to write a book. I will be an author. I have something to say. That's important, making a decision. However, there were things that kept on coming up that kept her from fulfilling and going on. So when we found each other, when she found me, it was really important to help her figure out what is that part of the process that she can enjoy and sink into that will keep the momentum going. It's not necessarily about slowing down and going so slow that the process takes longer. In fact, she had a couple 10-day sprints. I think she did a 14-day sprint. Like She did several sprints where she was super dedicated to writing and got a lot done and enjoyed the process. So I can't wait for you to hear Alani's story coming up about how savoring the process and really creating a writing ritual helped her create an incredible book on imposter syndrome. Another client highlight I want to share is Susie, who I had on um, a previous episode. I'm going to have to look what episode. Hold on. Let me, let me check. Okay. I found it. Episode 14 with Susie Hodges. She is still writing her book. It is not about rushing to the end result when really she is finding so much healing in the process of writing and of really looking at her story and her life and finding the gems in a really painful period of her life. She's finding so much. And because of that, she's able to really sink into the process and savor it. We've also worked on infusing a writing ritual that feels really good to her. So let me give you some examples of how you can find joy and satisfaction in your writing journey. Like what are those practical strategies? 
A couple that I love to help my clients find are what fills your cup? So identifying what is that thing that while you're writing, while you sit down, that it feels very pleasurable. Okay. It feels very enjoyable. One thing for me and a lot of my clients is a good cup of coffee, not just any coffee, a good cup of coffee, having a scent. I love this essential oil that I rub on my wrists. Scents are very impactful as well. What time of day feels the best? This can really impact the pleasure that you feel, the savoring in the process. Like I know that I'm a night person. And so I find this creative brain just turns on at 10 p.m. So writing at night works really well for me. For Lonnie, it was really early in the morning and then having longer chunks of time. I have another client who recognizes that it feels really good to write in pockets of her day. So she doesn't mind writing for 15 minutes or 30 minutes and not making it a big deal that she doesn't have 90 minute big chunk of time. She has a very busy life, a business, a family, takes care of her mom, a lot of things going on. And so identifying the pockets in her life feels really good because she knows she's doing something for herself throughout her day. So what can you surround yourself with that changes a habit into a ritual? What time of day feels really enriching to you? And then another really beautiful way to savor the process is surrounding yourself with people pursuing the same thing on the same journey, creating a place of belonging or finding a place of belonging. That is one thing that I'm really proud of in the programs that I lead is that my intention has been to create a community of belonging, of co-creation, of accountability, but in a way that's really nurturing. Like your ambition is welcome here. Your process and habits and everything that you're pursuing is welcome here. And you're welcome to not get everything right. You're welcome to not be okay. You're welcome to process your story and your emotions in the way that you need to and know that we are here to really guide and support. So my Aligned and Abundant Author program, it is a collaborative coaching experience. I've created it to be four months because I do not like the rush of write your book in 30 days. That to me doesn't feel in alignment with my values. I'm sure if you want to write your book in 30 days, which I have had clients do, and it's great that they're thing and they still have the support of the container of aligned and abundant author. But that's just not what I want to hold space for. I want to hold space for the process. I want to hold space for the healing that comes when you learn to love and leverage your story. And so having it collaborative is also really important. That's why we have a lot of co-writing times where we come together and we're writing but we're still together. (laughs) 
we get so much done in a virtual room together, not talking because we know, okay, we're doing the thing and it's enjoyable and someone's there kind of keeping me focused. So I love having that. Also, the group coaching aspect is really collaborative too. And so it's validating when a client comes and says, hey, this week was pretty tough for, you know, personal reasons or for writing reasons or just processing reasons. We can say, okay, let me coach you through this. Let's get you to a place that you have clarity on your next step or that you have space to just hold those emotions openly. So I really am proud of the spaces that I've created. The book club as well, Catalyst, the book club, it is a collaborative space. We're enjoying the books we read. I don't know about you, but have you ever been on a trip and you're seeing something magnificent for the first time? It could be as simple as a sunrise or sunset or an ancient monument. Something just takes your breath away and you're alone. And you're like, oh, I just want to share this with someone. This would be 10 times better if I could have someone there to say, wow, do you see that? Yes, I see that. It's like that kind of moment. That is what being able to write a book together in a group does. Also read a book like Catalyst, the book club. Read a book and experience it with someone and discuss it. Say, oh my gosh, did you see this chapter? Holy cow, it just blew my mind or it just changed everything. Or I can't believe someone was so vulnerable to share that. That really inspired me or made me laugh so hard. All the things like it is so much better together. And so in this savory in the process, let's call it the pleasure principle, we are no longer available to just rush to the end. We're not just in life to do, to do, to do, to do, to be a human doing. I'm sure you've heard that. We're not here to just do. We are here to be, to be present, to be in the moment, to create the rituals that feel really nourishing, nurturing to us, be present to enjoy the, the little things along the way and celebrate instead of just focusing on the results or how hard something is. If it's hard, how can you make it a little bit better by building a ritual around it? How can you savor the process and say, oh, this is going to make for a really good story. This is going to be good. I got this. So I just really want to encourage you to savor your own process, whether it's writing or pursuing other ambitions. How can you savor and sink in? How can you look at your words that you chose for the year or word and infuse whatever that is with more pleasure, with that savoring, just like a good chocolate. You don't want to rush through it. You want to let it last and let it melt on your tongue and just really savor every note. I want to invite you to 
message me on Instagram. I would really love to hear your experience when it comes to savoring the process. Any questions you may have about something you're trying that just feels hard right now or just not clicking or just feels like very routine, like that habit that like, oh, 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 you're just pushing through. How can you make it more savoring and pleasurable? Like, please message me on Instagram at erica.akingbouye. I would love to talk with you through it. I know it's a superpower of mine and it's something that I am continually embodying myself. It is something that I really know the importance of because that perfectionist mind wants to tell you all the other things. Just get it done and do it well and just push through. And I just want to tell you that there is a better way and it comes in savoring. If you are wanting to join Catalyst the Book Club, there is a link in the show notes below. You can also message me on Instagram and I'll get you hooked up with that. We are reading a book a month and we have a discussion every month on the third Thursday. We have a private community. We're all book lovers in here. You are very welcome. And we can keep the discussion going in between our calls as well. So I'd love to have you join us, Catalyst the Book Club. And if you know that you're wanting to write a book or you've been trying to write a book or wherever you are in the process, Aligned and Abundant Author is going to be opening for enrollment the end of February. So be on the lookout for that. You can also message me on Instagram and I will get you on the wait list so that you are notified as soon as doors open, it is going to be such a phenomenal time. Plus, it's going to be, it's two year birthday. It's going to be the best group yet. So I hope that this inspires you to savor the process, to really sink into your pursuits with pleasure, to know your ambition is welcome, and you can enjoy the process. So keep on writing, keep on shining and sharing, and we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to What's Her Story. I love spending time with you. Now, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And if you found value in this episode, share it with a friend and then come hang out with me on Instagram at Erica Akingboye. Be sure to check out the show notes. I've included all important notes and links, including how you can get the latest free download that is exactly how to use your story to create social change. I'll be back here next week and hope you will be too. See you there, friend.